Welcome to episode 77 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Friday. And on Fridays, I talk to you about the health and fitness of pastors. And I always joke about, oh, aren't you glad? We always want to talk about our health and fitness. Only when we're doing real good do we want to talk about it. But today, and, and I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now, I'm, I'm happy to say. But today, I don't want to so much talk about the literal fitness part, but I want to talk about the health part out of a book by John Mark Comer, which is called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. You've probably heard about this book. In your, in your haste going to and fro and hither and yon, somebody has mentioned it, but you haven't had time, of course, to pick it up and read it. Well, I didn't for the longest time either. And then finally, I got tired of hearing people promote it and say how it's the, the most impactful book that they've, list, that they've read or listened to all year. And so I finally just grabbed my phone, went to Amazon, and I ordered myself a copy. At the end of the book, he says this. He says, that said, here are 20 ideas for slowing down your overall pace of life. He says, yep, 20. I warned you, I like rules. So 20 ideas for slowing down your overall pace of life. This is toward the back of the book, but this is on this starts on page 222, all right? So you got a whole book to read before you get to this. But I'm just going to go through these 20 with you and that's today's episode and my hope is that some of this stuff is going to so resonate with you that you're going to realize, "Oh man, I do. I I do need to ruthlessly eliminate hurry." in my life. I need to get this book and read it, but but my life maybe needs to, to moderate just a little bit. So number one, he says, drive the speed limit. Can I, excuse me. Uh, I don't like that one. Drive the speed limit. You know, people are at least in my neck of the woods, people are driving faster than they've ever driven in my lifetime. And what I like about that is if I just stay with the traffic, I get to where I want to go a lot more quickly. But he says, Drive the speed limit. Then number two, get into the slow lane. He says, just rock it with grandma on the Oldsmobile. Settle in. Feel the wheel, the road. Watch the scenery pass. Use it as a chance to practice presence to God, to the world, to your own soul. So drive the speed limit and get into the slow lane. Number three, oh man, he's, he's pushing me now. Come to a full stop. At stop signs. This is how you ruthlessly eliminate hurry in your life. Come to a full stop at stop signs. You know how cops are trained to gauge whether or not you've stopped at a stop sign? I mean, we've all been there. I had my son actually, he was on video by through a traffic cam and it was showing, uh, you know, he had clicked on it online and you could see where you violated the law. And it was so um, okay. So his wheels were still rolling. He may have been going like a quarter of a mile an hour. And then he turned and then he stepped on the gas. And they're saying you didn't stop. Now, I'm making more of this one than I should. But here's how they gauge it. They, look, they watch the wheels. And if the wheels never stopped, then you never came to a complete stop. Well, if you're looking at my tires going around, I'm probably never stopped at a stop sign, right? But... It's not an issue of stopping at a stop sign. 
The issue here is eliminating hurry in our lives because we're talking about our health today. Number four, don't text and drive. I mean, it's illegal to begin with. And just take the time to just do the text when you get to where you're going. Number number five, show up 10 minutes early for an appointment without your phone. What could you do with a full 10 leisurely minutes? Bring back coffee table magazines from the late 90s. Chat with a human being waiting beside you. Read a book. Here's an idea. What if you prayed? Show up 10 minutes early without your phone. Number six, get in the longest checkout line at the grocery store. Ah, he says, you're all hating me now. In this efficiency-obsessed culture, why would we do that? That's literally wasting time on purpose. Well, he says, here's why I do it. It's a way to slow down my life and deal with the hurry in my soul. Number seven, turn your smartphone into a dumb phone. A number of years ago, he says Jake Knapp's article, My Year with a Distraction-Free iPhone, hit the internet like wildfire, and a lot of us joined the movement. So take email off your phone, take all social media off your phone, transfer it back to your desktop or your laptop, schedule set times to check in each day or ideally each week, disable your web browser, delete all notifications, ditch news apps, delete every single app you don't need, consolidate apps into a few simple boxes so your home screen is free and clear, and then set your phone to grayscale mode. If right now you're thinking, why don't you just get a flip phone, point taken. So number eight, get a flip phone or ditch your cell phone altogether. For post-hipsters with money, get the punk phone or the light phone too. For the rest of us, track to your local T-Mobile which surprisingly has options with no fruit on the back. Aha, no apple, get it? So get a flip phone. You're eliminating hurry from your life. Number nine, parent your phone. Put it to bed before you and make it sleep in. Number 10, keep your phone off until after your morning quiet time. Wow, that's a good one. Number 11, set times for email. Don't have email on your phone. Don't glance at it when you get a free moment. Don't answer random emails throughout the day. Instead, set a time to do email and stick to it. Number 12, set a time and a time limit for social media or just get off it. Just get off social media. Number 13, kill your television. Ha, I said television. Isn't that funny? Do they call them televisions anymore? I think they just call them flat screen TVs, right? But kill it. Get away from it. You you don't need to watch it. Number four, single task. Or I'm sorry, 14, single task. Single task, the opposite of multitasking. Number 15, walk more slowly. Number 16, take a regular day alone for silence and solitude. Not just one day, but a regular day. Maybe the fifth of every month or the third Tuesday of every month. It's slow. It's a slow, easy day full of reading and praying, and yes, occasional napping. He says, it's Sabbathy, but a bit different. It's my time to center, to check my pulse, to see if I'm actually living the way I want to live in line with my convictions. I look back over the previous month and check the schedule for the month ahead, and 
I pull out my life plan and my annual goals and I track my progress and I journal the ways I sense God coming to me with his invitations. Speaking of journaling, number 17 is take up journaling. This slow, cathartic act of writing your life down is grounding. It's a tether for the soul and the hurricane of the modern world. Number 18, experiment with mindfulness and and meditation. This is the silence and solitude. Number 19, if you can, take long vacations. A recent study documented that only 14% of Americans take vacations that last longer than two weeks, and a whopping 37% of us take fewer than seven vacation days a year. As the vacations of the middle class become busier and more activity-based, coming back from our two short vacations exhausted is becoming, I would say, has become the new normal. So if you can, take longer vacations. And then number 20, cook your own food and eat in. Wow, there's 20 ways that you could ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And I had to hurry through them, and I'm still at nine and a half minutes. There you have it, Pastor. Maybe just one, maybe just one of those things will slow down your life and allow you to connect with God. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow on the weekend edition. And then I'll catch up with you again on Monday in the Coaching for Pastors podcast.